Welcome to the Kinky Podcast, your safe space to explore hedonistic pleasures that have captured your curiosity. Everything from swinging to BDSM, thruples, polyamory, and erotic adventures, so you can have the courage to be who you are in your intimate relationships without judgment. Now, let's get kinky with your host, alternative relationship coach, Derek Money. So as a coach, I do get the opportunity to work with a lot of guys regarding their dating and relationship issues, and I do work with a lot of uh, what we would call nice guys. So today I want to talk about the five mistakes that nice guys typically make that kill sexual attraction. Okay, so the first mistake, placing women on a pedestal. One of the biggest problems nice guys have is they continually place women on pedestals. So they see an attractive woman and they assume that she's some heavenly creature who is just perfect and can do no wrong. Now, the most beautiful women in the world, they're still flawed human beings, just like the rest of us. They have the same insecurities and emotional baggage as everyone else. The same women you place on a pedestal fart in their cars, dig in their noses while driving, and they cheat in relationships just as often as men. Now, I don't say any of this to try and demean women, but I just want to help you understand that they're just human. Most emotionally healthy women don't want to be placed on a pedestal anyway. They want to be treated as your equal. They want to be your partner, not someone you worship. So any woman who actually wants you to treat her like she's on a pedestal isn't someone you should be in a relationship with anyway. Remember, if you keep putting her on a pedestal and treating her like a celebrity, she's eventually going to treat you like an annoying fan. When you place women on a pedestal, she slowly starts to lose respect for you. When you place women on a pedestal, you end up tolerating bad behavior from women. When you place women on a pedestal, what you're really doing is sending a subconscious message that honestly, you don't believe you're worthy of having someone like her in your life. This is how guys end up self-sabotaging relationships. So if you don't think you're worthy of dating her, eventually she's going to feel the same way. So you have to stop treating women as if they're better than you. Now, mistake number two, you believe in fairy tales. So let's say that you finally worked up the nerve to put everything on the line with the girl of your dreams. I mean, this is a girl you have daydreamed about being with for years. She's nice to you all the time. You've gone out to dinner or lunch a few times, and she always says you're a good listener. She tells you how any woman would be lucky to have a guy like you. There was that one time she even gave you a kiss on the cheek on like the fifth date, right? You always wondered in the back of your mind if she's attracted to you. So finally, you work up the nerve to tell her how you really feel. She stares at you for a little bit with a look of shock on her face. You instantly regret what you said, and she says she doesn't know what to say. You walk away confused and embarrassed. You spend the rest of the day wishing you didn't confess your feelings. Then, later that night, she sends you a text. She says she feels the same way and she wants to come over. <laughs> Guys, look, I gotta be honest with you. This is never going to happen. Ever. What you see on TV and in movies, guys, that just doesn't happen in real life. Look, I get it. I used to watch all those sitcoms where the guy always got the girl if he was nice enough. 
My 13-year-old watches the same type of crap on TV, and I just shake my head and laugh, honestly, because he's being brainwashed just like I was when I was a kid. I know how frustrating it is to hear, but it's the truth. Guys, once you are stuck in her friend zone, honestly, you're just one of her girlfriends. At some point, you have to realize that pretending to be friends with the woman you want to date just isn't cutting it anymore. The friend zone is where men die a slow and painful death. Being upfront about your interest is the best way to avoid the friend zone. So you need to avoid the friend zone at all costs. So mistake number three, you allow yourself to be friend zoned in the first place. So I just talked about why pretending to be a woman's friend doesn't work. The friend zone leads to nothing but heartache, frustration, and anger. But here's another ugly truth about the friend zone. Women don't actually put men in the friend zone. We do it to ourselves. So there are three different ways this happens. The first way is you never let the woman know you're interested. And so you just keep thinking that if you just keep showing her how nice you are, that she's eventually going to fall in love with you. In reality, what's really going to happen is you'll start getting frustrated and you'll wonder why she never expresses any interest in dating you. So you can be mad all you want, but at the end of the day, it's not the woman's fault. You did it to yourself by pretending like you only wanted to be friends. You were dishonest about your true intentions. The second way you get friend zoned is you allow yourself to be used. Yes, guys, there are some women out there who are going to use you for your free attention, your time or your money. Time and time again, I see men whining all the time about how they've taken out a woman on multiple dates or they've helped her pay a bill or they've basically been her errand or whipping boy for the past couple of months and they haven't even gotten a kiss on the cheek. Guys, I even know guys, they bought women coach purses and there's even one guy I know he helped a woman with the down payment for her car. Look, have some self-respect and learn to recognize when a friendship is one-sided. You don't have any respect for yourself or your time, and she doesn't either. Let's be honest. If this was a male friend, you would have cut them out of your life already. So let's think about this. Friends are there for each other during the bad times. Friends will treat each other to lunch. Friends will loan money to another friend. A friend will help you move out of your apartment. Now, is she willing to do any of this for you? If she's not, then she's not really your friend and there's no point in continuing to communicate with her anymore. You need to cut her off. So the third way guys end up in the friend zone is she tells you that she just wants to be friends and you can't accept the answer. You still keep hanging around her, being nice and hoping she'll change her mind. Again, this is your fault because you can't accept no for an answer. The best way to keep any of this from happening is to be direct and upfront. If you're only interested in having casual sex, be upfront and honest about it. Plenty of women are interested in casual sex if you're upfront about it. If you're interested in having a long-term relationship, then you need to be upfront and honest about it as well. If you're in someone's friend zone, you really only have yourself to blame. Now, the fourth mistake that guys make that kills sexual attraction is you pretend that you're not like other guys. So nice guys love to pretend like they're different from other guys. In particular, nice guys love to act like they aren't sexually attracted to women like those other guys. Oh, those other guys think about sex all the time, but not me. Bullshit. Now, I know it's bullshit because I used to be exactly like this. I'd befriend women I was attracted to and act like I wasn't sexually interested in them at all. 
So I was always the shoulder that they cried on while they told me about all their asshole boyfriends or complained about guys who only used them for sex. Now, do you know why women have sex with assholes and jerks and they avoid getting sexual with nice guys like you? It's because those jerks express sexual interest and you don't. Sure, maybe you express some type of interest after months of playing nice guy, but it's too late. Guys, just admit it. You want to fucking have sex just as much as all those other guys do. You're just too cowardly to admit it. The assholes aren't, and that's why they have better luck with women than you do. Another reason why you're like this is because you have a deep belief that women don't want sex as much as men. Again, bullshit. So my aha moment came when I was a sophomore in college. I remember standing in line with my roommate and we were trying to get into this party. Up until that point, I believed that you either had to convince women to have sex with you or you had to be very attractive. So in other words, I thought you had to be a smooth talker or really good looking to get a woman naked. And I remember we were standing in this line waiting to get in and we overheard a woman in the line say, damn, I need to get some dick tonight. Now, me and my roommate, we just both looked at each other and we our mouths were just like wide open. Like, did she really just say that? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, I think she did. And I remember we kept our eye on her for the rest of the night. And sure enough, she ended up leaving the party that night with a guy. And that guy wasn't exactly what you'd call handsome. Now, my roommate and I stayed up the rest of the night talking about it. So we both had a huge breakthrough in how we viewed sex with women. Guys, look, women want sex just as much as men do. No, you don't have to be a smooth talker. You don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops or you don't even have to be incredibly handsome. You just have to pay attention to the nonverbal cues women give when they're sexually interested. And most nice guys that I work with, they struggle to pick up on the clues when a woman's flirting with them. Now, the fifth and final way that nice guys kill sexual attraction is you're boring, bland, and predictable. So the problem with nice guys is nice guys are always trying to make everyone happy. Uh, basically, a lot of nice guys are just people pleasers. Nice guys never want to offend anyone, so they always play it safe. Nice guys like for everything to be nice, smooth, and stress-free. So really, most nice guys, they don't even bother to express their true opinion on any topic because they're afraid someone's going to disagree with them. Now, according to psychologist Dr. Robert Glover, nice guys often feel a self-inflicted sense of shame. They feel that if they reveal who they truly are to the world, they won't be accepted or loved. So because of this, nice guys often feel the need to hide any of their perceived flaws from the rest of the world. Nice guys love to play it safe. The problem with playing it safe is it makes you boring, bland, and predictable. Honestly, you might as well be an old beat up truck or a bowl of instant oatmeal, right? Sure, oatmeal gets the job done and it keeps you from being hungry, but no one wakes up with excitement about eating a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast, right? I mean, no one's waking up with a heart on because they think about eating oatmeal in the morning, right? It's dull and forgettable, just like the typical nice guy. I want you to think about people that are, that are really popular, whether they're alive or they're deceased, right? People like Stephen A. Smith, Simon Cowell, the Clintons, Trump. Obama, Howard Stern, the artist formerly known as Prince. Matter of fact, think about Stephen A. Smith. I can't think of a single person who actually likes him, but he's one of the highest paid people at ESPN. Do you know what all these people have in common? You either love them or hate them. There's no middle ground. They're all polarizing people who have tons of fans 
and tons of haters. So the key here is you need to learn to start voicing your opinions and be who you really are. You can't be afraid of someone disagreeing with you. I mean, really, if we think about it, to be completely honest, it's easier to get a date with a woman who says she hates you than a woman who feels lukewarm about you. Hate is still an emotion, and like the song says, it's a thin line between love and hate. It's better for a woman to feel some type of emotion about you than to feel nothing at all. There have been plenty of times in my life where I've heard a woman say she can't stand a guy only to find out a few minutes later that they've been fucking for the past couple of months. You have to be willing to take the stand for your beliefs and just let the chips fall wherever they may. You're never going to generate any type of sexual excitement in women if you're always agreeable about everything. Also, you need to become someone who's interesting. If you don't have any hobbies, then I suggest you go out and find some. You can take a martial arts class. You can take an improv class, travel to different places, go listen to bands play, or better yet, learn how to play a musical instrument. You could take a foreign language class. If your only idea of something interesting is just standing in line for the next Call of Duty video game release, then you're just a bowl of fucking oatmeal. You're boring, bland, and predictable. Until next time, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Kinky Podcast. If you want to learn more, make sure to download the book, My Wife Wants to Swing. It's free for you at derekmoney.com slash swing. Please join us again for another episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast app.